Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always, here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I chat for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. And uh, before I get into today's podcast, I just want to say I hope you all had a very good holiday and uh, let's crack on with the new year and see where it can take us. But as we are going to be... or I've got my words mixed up already. We're going to be continuing on with the lore behind each of the zones within the newest, or the latest. I was going to say latest, and I also wanted to say newest. So I kind of, or like the new expansion and latest expansion, I kind of morphed the two words. Didn't really work out. The latest expansion of Shadowlands. And uh, we are going to be talking about Ardenwild today. Now, this is my favourite zone by far far by far all of the zones are good don't get me wrong but this one really is something it's uh, very nature orientated with return with regards to world of warcraft and uh, it's very built around that sort of uh, a massive garden you're tending to spirits and uh, there's many different things that show you that you are tending to these spirits so, first and foremost, Ardenwild is founded by the Winter Queen. This is the head honcho, the one who's at the very top, but the one that you do not want to mess with, pretty much, because she will kick you out of there in no time and put you down into the moor like they did with the Jailer. So, this is uh, the place where wild gods and other nature spirits travel when they die, when they pass on to the afterlife. And uh, these... Uh, while gods can be any who was in World of Warcraft lore and didn't see, or who died in Warcraft 3, so before World of Warcraft, and came back in Cataclysm expansion, this is where he was rebirthed and sent back into the world of um, Azeroth. This is where demigods such as uh, Ursoc, Ursol, everyone like that, are sent, and they are rejuvenated through their sort of wild seed and given a new life and sent back to the world that they belong to. So the way Ardenwill works is that they basically have these different groves and there's multiple groves. I'll go through all of the names in a second. I've got them wrote, written down here. But basically these massive trees that stand above anything in Ardenwill, they're called dream trees. And what they do is they draw in the anima, anima being the main resource of what the Shadowlands feeds off of. Every soul has some anima, and this is what we're in the Shadowlands to do at the moment, is to resolve the anima drought that is plaguing the Shadowlands and feeding the Jailer in the moor to break him free. And we're trying to stop that and obviously resolve it and get things in working order in the world of death, pretty much. So these dream trees, that's going to be a tough word to say constantly, will draw in anima, and that is used by the night fae who rejuvenate wild seeds. And these are, wild seeds are basically seeds that have spirits inside of them. And these spirits over decades will grow within the seed. It's kind of like um, a butterfly or whatever, a caterpillar. You go into your cocoon and you hatch again, like 
say two weeks later, but instead instead of like two weeks or whatever the uh, span of a cocoon is, is decades more like, depending on how powerful I think the deity is. So these dream trees are massive and stand above everything within Arden World. But because there is a drought within the Shadowlands at the moment, there are certain groves that cannot be tended to. We've had to give up certain groves within Ardenweald so that other groves may survive. So this grove might have to be sacrificed to save the other, like, eight or whatever. And then you might not have enough to save eight groves, so one more has to be sacrificed to save the seven other groves, etc. Now... Within Ardenwood, there are nine different dream trees. It's going to be a real sort of tongue twister, that one. And they each have their own name. So you have... Uh, all of them begin with Tin, by the way. So you have... I'm going to butcher this first one. I saved the first one. Or I put the worst name at the start for some reason. I don't know why. Tin Glane? I want to say it's Tin Glane. And then you've got Tin Aval. Tina Notch, Tina Rowan, Tina Kaith, Tina Ace, Eace. I'm I'm gonna go with Ace. Tina Fen, Tina Scythe, and Tina Mar Marwell. Sounds like Narwhal for a second, and it didn't quite sit right in my brain. But you have these nine different dream trees, and uh, there are I think about three or four that are currently in not working order. We would say, well, they're out of service at the moment. That's either because the drought has hit them or because certain people have invaded the groves and taken, taken the heart of these trees. So each dream tree has a heart. And this is what keeps the grove and all the wild seeds sort of fed almost. Like you're tending to this one heart and it will, the tree, has its roots spread out throughout that grove and it will feed the anima to the spirits within the wild seed. And any little extra attention that seed needs, there are people who tend the groves who basically just look after them. Now, after you've uh, basically had your spirit rejuvenated, there is something called a put or it's... There is a place called the Grove of Awakening, which has a portal, and it is maintained to ferry souls back to their world. And this basically means once you're... I'm guessing this is just for wild gods. I couldn't find any specifics on it. But this is for wild gods and big nature spirits, like deities. But once they are regenerated and revitalised, they are sent through this portal back to their own world. Like I said with Scenarius... It, like, he died in Warcraft 3, came back in Cataclysm, and this was all done through Ardenwild. He was in the Wild Seed, he got rejuvenated, and then he came through the portal back into Azeroth. Now, this has happened for many different Wild Gods who fought the Legion in Azeroth, but that is a completely different story for another time. But this portal is always manned, and it's basically a bridge to send people back home to their worlds. Now, the way that Ardenwild is maintained, though, is basically 
anyone who had a connection with the wilds, this is druids, hunters, anyone who basically had a real strong connection, they don't get sent back, unfortunately, which is kind of upsetting, but they are the ones that tend Ardenwild and tend the spirits in and around the entire zone of Ardenwild. They'll help out where they needed. And uh, basically, whilst they're helping out, they get to choose an animal form. Now, this animal form is a gift from the Winter Queen. Queen. It's called a boon of a boon of nature, I believe. And uh, basically, you get to pick any kind of animal form that you wish. But in return, you have to give up some of your anima, like as payment almost. So you could be a wolf or whatever, but give up a little bit of anima. And that's fine, because what you're meant to do is give up your anima and in time you'll just get it back and it'll, it's like a recycle, like recycling thing. You put it in the recycling, it'll come back, it'll just keep going. It'll just keep going, it keeps the entire thing ticking, it keeps Ardenwood ticking constantly. Now, these obvious, these uh, druids, hunters and whoever else had a connection to nature are the ones tending the grove, but there are natives to the land. And uh, these are, the best way I can describe them is they look like satyrs, but they're very nice satyrs. Now, satyrs you generally think of as, you know, red, evil, you know, real frown on their face. These are grove keepers and they tend to the groves and the wild seeds within it. And uh, the druids and hunters just basically help out. I'm saying it's druids and hunters, but it could be anyone with a nature sort of connection, pretty much. Anyone, mostly night elves I'm looking at, to be honest. All night elves did have a connection to nature with uh, them praying to their goddess, which was Elune. And uh, we still don't know anything about Elune, but we kind of have a theory that it is the sister of the Winter Queen, which will be really cool. And... uh, to see that storyline unfold in the future would be amazing. But basically, all night elves and anyone, yeah, who uh, had a real connection help tend Ardenwild and keep the cycle going throughout the eons and eons it's been going, pretty much. Now, compa- now basically, what the... Uh, <sighs> What the zone of Ardenwild is compared to is the Emerald Dream. Now, the Emerald Dream is something that can be discussed about completely, like in a different podcast. But what the Emerald Dream is, this is the bare bones of it, is where the souls of very strong nature, deities, people, again, such as druids or hunters, are they basically, they are, that is what they want to achieve and they don't want to, ah, it's really tough to explain the Emerald Dream. It's where if you go to sleep as a druid or, uh, as a druid mainly or an ancient god, you will peer into the Emerald Dream and see its nature and its beauty and its like purity And there is another half to the Emerald Dream, and it is called the Emerald Nightmare, which we 
went in and actually pushed back in Legion, in the Legion expansion with the Malfurion, and we had to fight Cenarius because he was corrupted, etc. So the Emerald Dream is a place of pure. That is probably the best way I can describe it. And it is very much compared to Ardenwild because what the Emerald Dream is, is it's been described as spring and summer in the circle of life. So it's where everything blossoms, that everything starts to bloom and everything gets revitalised. And Ardenwild is the like later stage in life. It is autumn and winter where everything tends to die off and uh, sort of makes way ready for the next like year, next cycle to tick around and you wait until spring when everything, you know, blossoms again. So it's a bit weird and it might have been a bit confusing on how I explained it there. But again, it's a really tough thing to explain the Emerald Dream because it's not a plane of existence that is there, but it is at the same time. Again, really weird concept. You'd have to go into a lot more depth about it. You'd have to look up it into it a lot more. But the bare bones is it is a place of purity and life and blooming. And yeah, it is spring and summer in the circle of life. And throughout Ardenwild as well, you have mushrooms. And obviously, because it is a forest. And there is a... How do I say this? A fungus who basically spans the entirety of the zone. And, uh, yeah, he just... He knows everything what's going on everywhere within the zone. And he is your guide, almost. He is where... How you teleport to certain places within the zone very quickly and efficiently. Now, he doesn't have much, but he basically watches over the zone. And... uh, I would have thought feeds that to the Winter Queen and says, like, this zone needs help. This is a bit, you know, iffy. But I couldn't find anything on it. It's just that he is a mushroom that spans the entire zone and basically feeds people or feeds you, like, information that for places that need assistance at the moment. In all, Ardenwild is... It's a giant garden. (laughs) It's a giant garden where you'll see dead stuff come in and you will watch it bloom like throughout centuries, eons, whatever, however long it takes for the wild seed to bloom. And just the aesthetic, the music in this place is amazing, by the way. Like if you enter the zone, like from flying from Oribos, the music is outstanding. They really did a good job there. And my main is a druid. So I can be very biased here, not going to lie. But my main is a druid in Shadowlands. And just seeing the zone for the first time when questing, I knew exactly what covenant I wanted to pick. I played the beta. So I did know which covenant I was probably going to go for. It was either going to be probably I was on the brink of two so a mage or a druid if it was a mage I would have went knife eight if it was a druid I was definitely going knife eight so what do you think I ended up with but 
It's very even the storyline. When questing through Ardenwield, you have the storyline that you go through, like every other zone. And when you get to the last few chapters, you understand what's happening. Now, this is going to be a bit of a spoiler, so skip forward if you do not want to know. But basically, you uh, revitalize a seed. I'm not going to go very into depth with this, but you revitalize a seed. And you bring it before the Winter Queen and this seed gets given the anima that it needed to be regenerated, rejuvenated. And you watch it hatch. I want to say hatch, but there's no real way to watch a seed hatch or sprout. I guess it's sprout? I don't know, it's really weird because it just opens up like a door. It's literally like a little door like on the seed, but you know, whatever. And... Uh, just the characters that are involved within Ardenwield really make the questing perfect for me. Like the entire storyline is made up by the people and the characters that are involved within it. That's all I will say. But overall, Ardenwield, just the aesthetic, the music, the lore, the storyline, just everything about it, just the... Oh, like even looking at the big tree in the middle of the zone and just thinking that looks so cool is just enough to make you want to pick the zone as your covenant. But I'm just fanboying almost over the uh, covenant, to be honest. Um, <laughs> not much to it. But they did a really good job with Ardenwild. Honestly, by far my best zone. Maldraxxus, Revendreth, Bastion, all very good zones still. But Ardenwill, because of the storyline and because of the characters within it, they that made it for me. That is what makes it the best um, zone for me. Just the characters within it. But thank you all very much for listening, as always. It's, yeah, a new year as of this podcast going out. So hopefully all of you will have a splendid year. And, I mean, it can be much worse than last year, could it? I don't... I would certainly not like to hope so. If you are interested in uh, supporting the pa- the podcast even more, we do have a Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash pig and whistle. So I'd really appreciate it if you went to check that out. Got some extra videos or... I say videos all the time. Got some extra podcasts going up there. It's going to be weekly now. So do check that out if you wish to listen to some more podcasts and uh, check out the uh, Pig and Whistle website. It is www.pigandwhistletales.com. So again, thank you all very much for listening as always. Have a great year or great start to the year at least. I'll see you next week. But thank you all very much for listening and go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.